Maybe you're in fact wrong. Maybe you need to revise your outlook. Then you are still capable of growing and evolving as a person. For you are capable of expressing self-doubt, of nurturing an open-mindedness. This is the Invisible Maybe. We are actually at the Little A. Lee Inn in Rachel, Nevada, which is just a stone's throw. Um, actually, uh, to get to the closest part of Area 51, uh, we are 1.7 miles to a turn and then 13 miles into the sign that says, cross this line, you die. And from what Chris has learned recently, you'd cross a line and you could die. It could legitimately happen. Yeah. 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 Wow. Uh, all kidding aside, it's a governmental facility. It is, uh, um, we are nearer the back side of it, whereas the front side um, is a little bit, um, they have guard shacks and actual guards. The backside has a uh, sort of a vehicle there, but the signs basically say, in fact, there's a copy of it somewhere here in the alien, somewhere, I saw it. Yeah, I need um, to find that. Yeah, um, and uh, the, it says, uh, warning, blah, 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 uh, across this line, uh, you can and will be shot. Yep. So we're not gonna do that. <laughs> no, no, we'll go up to the line. Yeah, yeah. we'll go up to I'll the line. I'll put my foot over it. Okay, so. So my my because that's me. We're gonna. Th this is a little bit less formal show that we normally do. I'm I'm a taskmaster when it comes to the podcast, uh, but we are here at the uh, Little Alien, Rachel, Nevada. Uh, I'll give you all the in uh, details about that uh, at the end of the show. And we have to thank uh, Connie and all the people here at at, at the cafe and the inn. Um, it is a really cool place. It is. Um, it is a classic old diner. It's got the bar. It's got the alcohol. It's got dollars hanging from the ceiling and yes. it's got um, alien Christmas stockings and all kinds of souvenirs. I know that this has been in movies. And yeah. For anybody who knows, they didn't decorate it just for the movie. This no. is how the place looks. This is how the place looks. Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, there's yeah. Christmas stockings with aliens on it. I yeah. Mean, I like that. It's everything I hoped it would be. Yeah. yeah. I am going to shamelessly load up on gear before there you I go. leave. There yeah. you go. There you go. But we can't thank uh, Connie and her and her everybody enough uh, for allowing us to be here. Uh, so I will, I will open up with one simple question, and each of you have to answer it uh -oh. to the best okay. of your ability. Chris. Yes, sir. Do you believe... That uh, I believe in the possibility. Yes. It's an unlimited universe out there, so sure. Yeah. Yes, I would say for Yeah. Yeah, okay. Julia? I do believe. I think that, um, you know, the universe came together, the perfect atoms hit one another, and everything was formed here, but I think it probably happened elsewhere yeah. in the vast universe. I don't believe they are flying here to look at our anuses and <laughs> yeah. I don't think that if they came here yeah. they would yeah. be How interested come in they that. Have such such modern technology yeah. like to bleaching? come here and then they've oh. got they've got this, you know, medieval tools of gynecological tools. Yeah. Oh this one. When you were talking about modern technology, I thought you were talking about anal bleaching. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we gotta get pretty for them. They haven't even I guess figured that out either, right? <laughs> Yeah, well, let's use yeah. these ancient tools. So, John, what do you think? Well, of course, I, 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 two ways. One, I, I, the universe is so vast, I yeah. do not think any more than I believe in American exceptionalism. I don't believe in, in Earth exceptionalism. Right. Um, it is bound to exist somewhere else. Yes. That doesn't mean I believe that, that they have aliens on the overside of the mountain. I don't believe that. Uh, I don't think there's enough evidence that they came here and crashed. If they were that superior, they wouldn't have crashed. Um, we figured even out at that time in the in the 40s 
that uh, hey, we figured this flight out pretty well from the time of the Wright brothers. Yeah. Um, I don't believe that if they did come that they would necessarily look like us as, as these aliens appear to be. They appear right. human. Um, and again, it's been pointed out also if they are humanoid and born in the same way that human beings are born, it would be biologically impossible for that huge head to pass through that small body of a woman unless somehow they had really, really big hips. And I'm talking like bigger than Mickey, Nicki Minaj, right? I mean, they would have to be really big down there in order to pass that huge watermelon head, right? Yeah. I mean. so, so you think they're out there? Yeah, I just don't think they've been here yet. Oh, okay. So we're five minutes into the podcast. We've yeah. talked birth canals and anuses. Yes. We're, we're yes. going for it. Well, it's because it's Chris is from L.A. we got to yeah. make him yeah. feel at home. <laughs> um, my opinion is, much, much like John's, um, uh, I don't think anything's been here yet. Uh, if anything, there might have been some signal probing. There isn't personal individual probing. Um, and, yeah, I, I would hope that, that aliens, although if you think about it, if we are smarter than some other alien race, um, they 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 would make a half-assed attempt, you know, like we have, yeah, you know, and yeah. and, and to think th that we're the, we always assume they're smarter, you know, we always yeah, assume that we're going to get invaded by a smarter and right. technologically advanced, and maybe yeah. not. Well, that's why also, if you, again, you look in literature of the of the uh, descriptions of aliens, right? If you go back a long time ago, they were really big; they were bigger than us because yeah. they can kick our ass. But then it became, well, they're smarter than us because they would have to figure it out something we haven't. Therefore, their heads must be bigger because they have to have bigger brains. Right. So in the public consciousness, you know, that comes yeah. around. Now, I will entertain the thought that there could be, of course, I mean, uh, physics tells us, theoretical physics, that there could be another dimension that we, in, in, that we share with, uh, with another with another uh, society of some kind or another. And, and it could be that they figured out how to go from one dimension to the next. See, that would make sense. That would yeah. make sense. Because, because Stephen would, Hawking said, I think, that yeah. the, re the reason no one, no other civilization has probably ever been here is because you can't get here. I mean, there's no it's too far. circular so, tube so that can get you across. Exactly. And, yeah. and, and unless possible. they were just being able to Wormholes. to be able to go from one yeah. plane of dimension to another. Yeah. And it would also explain that why they would kind of look like us because we are in the same part of the universe. They have the same uh, uh, you know, makeup of, of the minerals and, yeah. and, and things like that that would be the same. So that could be something. And, you know, uh, that would be something that I think, well, maybe yeah. I would believe that. Yeah. All right. Green, gray, or humanoid? What do you think? Are they going to look like us? Are they going to be gray? I think that if you can see, if it, if you're watching YouTube behind us, we have three yeah. brown. <laughs> this one here, this one here with the hangdog expression on yeah. it. Yeah, must have done something. I don't think they cleaned a room. Yeah. yeah, they didn't. Yeah, they didn't have met their probing quota. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what do you think? Are they going to look like us? Well, uh, I think that. I aren't they, aren't those the choices that. green, gray, green and gray? It's always well, green, brown. gray, and well, brown. Or, you know, or are they going to look? It depends on what evolution happened on their planet. So, yeah. for instance, you know, the dinosaurs on this planet were destroyed, and then rodents burrowed, and that's everything sprung from that. Yeah. What happened on that planet, and what creature emerged? Right. You don't know. It Do could you, look like. 
Godzilla. Well, and that's the other thing is that we're assuming uh, you know, that everything is carbon based, like it is right. here, and it could be it could be silicon based somewhere else. So the life form would be radically different. Yeah. And then know. there's other thing. I mean, scientifically, yeah. they'll say there's life on Mars. Well, there is. Well, it's a bacteria. Ah, hell, if I can't talk to it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that I doesn't count. The, the Amy Adams movie uh, uh, dealt with that. They dealt yes. with a completely different. Great. Yes. Yeah, different communication. Yes, I really like that. Um, I did too. Yeah. I did yeah. too. And I the way that she tried to communicate with them. Well, they don't have the lang they have language, but very different than, than what we have. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, also it depends on the environment of where they're from. We've adapted to our environment. Yes. I assume that they would as well. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I, I like to think that they're bedazzled and they're fabulous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't need to see that. I don't need to see more of that. We're already bedazzled here. All right. What what is what what's what what iteration of, of in the in motion pictures? Uh, do you think is closest to your beliefs about aliens? Amy Adams movie being an example. Um, or, or more to the point, what's your favorite alien movie and why? Anybody jump in? John, you go. I don't have one yet. Well, I like the, the Day the Earth Stood Still. The original. Ooh, way back. Way back. The original. Yes. Four. Yeah. Just about, <laughs> right. Again, if you look at those, those were robots that came out, right? Yeah. Um, but they had they had the physical superiority to to, be, to to defeat us. But there was, of course, there was a message to that movie. Mm -hmm. Now, um, uh, in terms of the the, the the presentation of the alien, uh, uh, there's good and bad, right? There's on the one hand, I look at at a, the movie Alien. Yeah. The great uh, to me that's to me that was a wonderful haunted house movie. Oh, yeah. I loved it. Took place in outer space. Yeah. Loved it. Right. Uh, it's, it's same thing. There's a there's a there's a ghost or whatever. She can't see it. Whatever it is, it changes right. shape. Yeah. Um, and then on the friendly side, yeah, yeah, you know, close encounters, I guess. You know. Yeah, I mean that was the one that I was thinking of yeah. was Alien. Yeah. Because to me that seems like the most logical creature that would adapt to its environment. It's virtually yeah, indestructible. Yeah. I don't necessarily know about the uh, acid for. Yes. That's what I know. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, I don't necessarily know about the acid for blood. That seems like a nice fanciful fiction. Yeah. Where right. How, yeah. how right. someone's blood would evolve into that. Yeah. But um, just the durability of something that could live out in space without oxygen and like that seems to make the most sense. Yeah. Um, the one that I think I enjoy the most. Oh boy! I mean, I did. I did mention on the car ride over that I just got finished watching Paul. That's yes, fun. yes. Oh, that, that's, that's hilarious. Oh, with uh, Simon Pegg. Simon Pegg oh, and Nick Frost. Great. I think oh, that's great! Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. the voice of yeah. Nick Frost, or uh, the voice of uh, okay. uh, Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. yeah. He, yeah. One Figure one of these guys right? wearing Bermuda shorts. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Kristen Wiig is in it. It's, okay. it's, a, it's funny. It's um, a funny movie. That's a fun one. Um, and then. I kind of default to any alien that's represented in the TV show Doctor Who. Oh, because I'm Doctor a big Who. fan. <laughs> okay. Uh, speaking yeah. of that, uh -huh. not off topic really, but yeah. but but what do you think of the newest Doctor? Oh, uh, I, I don't like her at all. I've given it a second chance and I'm enjoying it more. Really, yeah. second chances as in we were watching it, rewatching, rewatching, yeah, rewatching the episodes that I didn't enjoy at first. Wow. Um, and then, of course, I have to throw in as a as an honorable mention yes. all the creatures from Star Wars. Well, of course, oh, yeah. those are enjoyable aliens. Now, now back to Doctor Who. It, it, yeah. it irritates me. Uh -huh. <laughs> You're the only person that watches it. Do you yeah. watch it? No, no, no. I haven't seen it. And I've I, heard. And it I honestly course, have not. I know of it, and I've seen bits and pieces of many doctors uh -huh. is she the doctor now because of the empowerment of women or was she just is did that casting just happen no there was a groundswell yeah. and uh and also the uh new showrunner is has a 
definitely has an agenda that he's displaying in all uh, the episodes. Yeah. And so um, I think it's a great thing that they have a woman playing the doctor because why not? And okay. gone, the show's gone on for more than 50 years. It's about yes. time. Yes. Uh, however, I kind of would have appreciated it more if they just did it without so much fanfare. Like just the, the new, the new doctor. The new one. Yeah, okay. yeah, they've yeah. made quite a deal out of, including including a, a woman symbol in the logo for Doctor Who. Like they went all out trying to promote it. Right. That look, it's a woman doctor now. It's, right. it's <laughs> representation. Right. And not that I'm against that, but just yeah. do it without making such a big deal out of it. Well, I I, I, I used to I used to think that with Wonder Woman mm -hmm. when the, when they created Wonder Woman that was a long time ago. Yeah. Long before even when I was a kid, I was reading Wonder Woman when she was in, you know issue 100 or something like that. Um, but I thought, you know, oh, well, they want they want to appeal to more girls to mm -hmm. read this. But I didn't know any girls that read superheroes. I read, uh, wow. boys all read them, and mm -hmm. it didn't matter if it was Wonder Woman or Batman. We read both of them, mm -hmm. and we didn't care if it was a woman. The girls weren't reading them. They were reading, the girls that I knew, again, in, 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 uh, th if they read comic books at all, it was like Archie. Yeah. Right, so, so I don't know. And so same thing, you're gonna still get the Doctor Who fans. They're gonna say, "Yeah, oh, fine, it's a woman, whatever." But are, is it gonna draw in any more fem uh, female uh, uh, viewership? If that's what their goal was. Yeah. I mean, I believe it has. Um, interesting thing about Wonder Woman, though, because in the beginning it was all about bondage. Yeah. You know, the person who created Wonder Woman was really into bondage, and so that was reflected in the early issues. Mm -hmm. um, did it? Did uh, the new Doctor attract more women? I've. Uh, from the people that I've spoken to who have enjoyed the show, mm -hmm. I think it has brought in more women. Um, there, there was a point that I wanted to make that it's escaping me right now about, uh, nope, it's gone. So I won't, I won't linger and try to find it. If it comes up later, I'll bring it back up. See, the thing is, when it, in, in the alien genre of movies, yeah. you've, you guys have already mentioned it, we already had an incredibly strong woman mm -hmm. in Sigourney Weaver. Mm -hmm. Yep. You know, although the Alien franchise um, kind of dipped down a little bit for me with number three and four, with yeah. the with the they've been progressively worse. Yeah, they yeah. have. Yeah. yeah, she was fantastic, and Aliens was, I think, the quintessential strong woman. I, I don't know why why we think that you know it, it, that 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 hasn't happened. In no, that was an old eighties movie. Yeah, it was and, and even after that, if you think of the one about Aliens, look at Terminator. You right. look at the Sarah the Connor character, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. uh, that uh, the, that uh, she was really strong, and she didn't start out that way, but no. she developed that mm -hmm. way. Mm -hmm. And then in the second, third movie, she was really she was totally badass. Yeah, yeah. she was. You know. Yeah, and truly, she was incredible shape. Yeah, amazing, amazing. shape. L Linda Hamilton, right? Yeah. Linda mm -hmm. Hamilton. And then even uh, although it was more recent, the the really uh, a few years ago, the uh, the, the reboot of, of Mad Max. Oh yes, Thunder Road was that it, and that was Charlize oh, yes. Theron. Was Charlize she? Theron, yeah. yeah, she was great in that. Yeah, that was those all those women that were kick-ass. It was very good. Yeah. I heard you know George Miller. I yeah, do want to George see Miller. It. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was good. But uh, so, what about the body snatcher version, like Sutherland's body snatchers? What do you guys think of that version? Because I think never seen it. Have you ever seen anybody? Well, it just nope. the general I've seen all body three of them. Have you really? Yeah, the original one is still my favorite. See, I think that's how it's going to happen. I think, well, like I think a pod from, yeah, like we're not going to, it's not going to be a, a, a mechanical war. I think Skynet's not going to happen. You know, I don't think it's going to be a mechanical war where we need to bring out the, all the tanks and the planes. I think it's going to be a Manchurian candidate, you know, uh, taking over the bodies. And nobody knows. Yeah. And suddenly we're all just gone. 
You know, I think that's the alien that's going to happen because you guys are right. I think you know the 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 manifestation of, of a humanoid bipedal individual yeah. is 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 probably not going to happen. It's probably yeah. going to be a, a a beam of energy. Yeah, it has to be. The yeah, yeah. Did do you guys did, have you guys ever seen They Live? Yes. With yes, Rowdy that. Roddy Piper. With Rowdy oh, Roddy Piper. John oh Carpenter God. directed it. That's John great. Carpenter. And, and Alice Cooper's in it. Yes, he is. The homeless guy. Yeah. They live is with uh, uh, Roddy Piper. And yes. Roddy Piper uh, got his fame uh, back in the day when The Rock got his fame. Yeah, from wrestling. From wrestling. Yeah. And he played a Scottish guy, wore a kilt when he wrestled. Yeah, he died recently, too, didn't he? Did Roddy yeah, Piper I think he died? died. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, I don't know. But um, he played this guy, and that's exactly what happened. And he he some, something went wrong, and I can't remember what it was. But he ended up getting a hold of these glasses. Yeah. And he put the glasses on, and he could see all the and subliminal he could see, messages. Like Julia's yeah. sitting there, and she's a beautiful woman, obviously right now. And then he put the glasses on, and she's this horrifying alien. Yeah. And the glasses were the only way you could see yeah. the aliens. Yeah. And that was fantastic. And there were all these subliminal messages that yes. people were invisible to, but it was obviously yes. It was know, like yeah. it was like don't eat meat. Yeah, you know, and eggs are bad for you. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, hysterical. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was. It was. Uh it was a good movie. But, but do you uh, think it's going to be an attack as opposed to a peaceful co coexistence? Well, I'm still fifty-fifty on that. I think. I think we're so arrogant that we're going to create the attack. We would attack. Yeah. And ruin it. Yeah. 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 I think. I think. Uh, you know, like in every alien film ever made, what's the first thing we do? We roll up the tanks, bring the missile ba mm -hmm. bank, shoot it down, and we have one silly little person in front talking to him. They yeah. even did an Amy Adams film, yeah. and we're ready to kill everybody. Yeah. You know, so yeah, I think we're going to facilitate our our own attack. Yeah. I think so too. Yeah, <laughs> this sure. is why we can't have nice things because we <laughs> blow everything up. Exactly. And there's also, well, as we destroy our own planet, that that thought. And again, they're in the very. We won't be around for it, but we got to leave it and go somewhere else. So it's safe to think that somebody else. Of course, there's nothing to be saved here, right? And they want to come here. Again, their conditions would have to be the same on their planet, and that's pretty doubtful it would be. And what and what's typical of all the movies? It's we can't offer anything to the aliens. It's the planet that can. Yeah. Water, air, yeah. minerals. We we're just an inconvenience to every alien. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now to me the worst the worst movie, worst alien movie uh, for me was that awful god awful Independence Day. It we made a big, huge splash because it was the, the CGI or the yes. special effects were so good. And I thought they lost track of the fact that they need to have a story. Yeah. And they had to have some believable characters instead of these cardboard cutout, um, you know, stereotypes that yeah. they had. Uh, it made no sense. And then, okay, in the end, how did they how did they find out? Oh, it was bad software. We, you know, they got uh, Jeff Goldblum to write a virus for it. And then they uploaded it and it crashed out. How about War of the Worlds? Yeah. See, the thing with War of the Worlds, H.G. Wells meant that as a, as a parable mm -hmm. of the invasion, you know, of, of native people by, by, you know, by Westerners, whether mm -hmm. it was in the U.S. with the Native American Indians, whether it was in Australia with uh, the Aborigines or mm -hmm. New Zealand with the Maoris. Um, so that was, you know, and what was funny, of course, is what brought down the aliens in that. A virus. A different kind of virus. A virus. A different virus. kind of virus, right? Okay, so, but but now, are you guys fans of, of uh, original films or remakes? What do you like? I know it depends, but I mean, generally speaking, are you disappointed by the remakes? No. Did you see the original no. War of the Worlds? Exactly. You just saw Tom Cruise? Yeah. yeah decent job. I thought he I did a so. good job. I actually yeah. enjoyed that movie, yeah. even though it's really far-fetched, and I don't think they're coming with their big 
machines to pump out our blood and yeah. spray it on Yeah. <laughs> now, it's interesting to mention War of the Worlds because, of course, originally, before it was a movie, it was a radio show. It was a radio broadcast. It's famous here. People panicked. It ties into this discussion because, according to uh, uh, Annie Jacobson, who wrote a book called Area 51, and it was the one book that I read and I looked at it. Well, she had a lot of, uh, she used a lot of uh, declassified documents. So she was really, I mean, trying to give a, a sober, uh, you know, rational approach to the, to the history. Um, one of the, 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 the story is um, there really was a flying saucer, quote unquote, that crashed in Roswell. Mm -hmm. But when they opened it up, um, they found they found acrylic writing, right? It was Russian. So it was created by by the Soviets um, right after World War Two. It would make sense that they would be in uh, New Mexico because that's where White Sands was. Roswell's not far from White, White Sands where they were testing the original Manhattan Project. Manhattan Project later became known as the Atomic Energy Commission. They are the ones who control Area 51. Not the CIA, not that they rent out space, whatever, or they, they're allowed to use it, but it's under the control of the Atomic Energy Commission at the time, which later became Department of Energy. But according to their theory that Stalin had wanted this flying saucer to land and create a panic because he had on board children that had been deformed by Joseph Mengele during the Nazi time wow. or used and that's why they had the big heads and the humanoid bodies that these were basically children so as far-fetched as that sound is it any far more far-fetched than no. then uh, no. they came from outer space I kind of think that looking at them at these things here I have seen people and kids in the third world if, if, if you you know yeah. gone there unfortunate with the distended bellies um, and knowing that 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 right after World War two or rather during World War two Mengele did some just horrific things, yeah. things to human beings and that these children had been normal or whatever were born and then they had implants and what have you and they experimented on them and then, then they lost their appearance of being human at least your physical appearance. So now, have any of you, do, do any of you have any friends, family, yourselves, anybody that have, have shared with you that they've had an experience? No. No. Neither have I. No. Well, maybe, maybe a friend. Maybe a friend. I definitely have one. Yeah. Yeah. I have missing time. Yeah. You know, that was one of the things with the missing time. Well, but I was, I had a, a reason reasons, for that. John. Yes, yeah. I had a reason for that. I That's think it was beer. something I had consumed. <laughs> weed. Yes, yeah. I had some weed. And it's like, what time is it now? Where did those last four hours go? <laughs> we must have been abducted by aliens. Yeah. Now, I do know somebody mm -hmm. um, who had been a, had worked for NASA, was a science teacher, and had one time been an, worked for NASA and had been to Area 51 and said that she saw aliens in a cage. Now I thought, well, that's interesting because I always thought that the aliens were dead. And that if well, they're in a, aliens in cage. If it's in a cage, I would think it would be alive. And I thought that is exactly how we would treat them. Okay. We're going to, we're going to, oh, sure. you know, of we would lock them up and whatever. But then I started thinking that, well, um, if you saw one of these beings, like if it was one of those kids and if it was dead, whatever, Again, you're looking at it, and it looks kind of human, but kind of not. And we've all seen those on the internet pictures of, oh, look at this creature. Is this the, uh, uh, what is it, from Mexico? 
Chupacabra. 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 Yeah. yeah. And people, yeah. that's it. And they look at it, someone says, no, actually, it's the remains of a goat. wolf or something yeah. or a goat. And you look at it and say, oh, man, that's a crazy looking one. Well, we have weird looking people, right? Mm. Now, do we categorize that as an alien? Are those aliens? Chupacabra? No, I Big think it's foots? just one of those. I mean, um, is that. No, I think those are yeah. oddly evolved animals yeah. or yes. human hybrids. So connected, of some sort. connected somehow to our own evolution. Yeah, so part Jimmy. of our planet. Okay. So yeah. tell us about who do you know that? My college roommate. Oh, yeah. absolutely. He was an absolutely sane guy. He was very cool. Um, uh, I went to school in Pepperdine University. And um, he was absolutely normal across the board. He didn't care about it. He didn't, but he would tell you with great conviction that he feels that on a trip to Tijuana, uh, which I went with him twice, but not on those trips, on a trip to Tijuana, he was abducted. Straight up abducted. Straight up abducted. Abducted he, and taken to the donkey show. Is that it? Is that his <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, right. <laughs> yes, no, 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 no donkeys. Um, uh, although when I went, they tried to sell me a donkey. I thought that was interesting. Yeah, I went to TJ, they tried to sell me a donkey and a chicken. I, I oh, what do they do together? Uh, That's a show I want to see. Yeah, right? <laughs> no, but he, he said that uh, he went there on his way out of TJ back to school, uh, that uh, typical flash of light, and, and, uh, uh, and he said he lost about 22 minutes. And does he remember the abduction itself? No, he remembers the flash of light not being in or around his car and being in the light and then coming Either. back. And he looked at his clock, and it was 22 minutes later. Now, could it have been drug-induced? I. He says he didn't. He said he had a few beers, like you said, Julia. Yeah. Um, beer doesn't do that. Now, but, but I, I don't drink at all. But yeah. I, but, but no, it doesn't. But here's the other thing I wondered. This look at the logic. If you came all this distance, or we want to come and study these. Why is it that they always take college students in white trash? There's always some guy in Alabama or something like that, mm -hmm. right, in the backwoods. Mm -hmm. Oh, really? You didn't go ahead and take, you didn't go ahead and look at Stephen Hawking? Yeah. I mean, again, if they looked, if they just saw Stephen Hawking, they realized, Jesus, these people, they're so, they can't even talk. They got a machine for that, right, if they thought everybody was like him. They don't want to talk to somebody who's really smart. They go out and they always pick out people like that or just, let's go abduct this housewife, right, from New Jersey. And it's just like, well, well why? And then we'll do these experiments on her with the pokes and the... See, mean, that's just silly. Well, yeah. we've got scans now ourselves. If we're so far behind them, just give them an MRI or something, right? Cat scan. Put them through there. I can see everything in there. I'm going to go poking them with a pitchfork. Yep. Okay, well, here's a, here's a little bit more um, thoughtful question. <clears throat> many of the movies we see and many of the depictions of the aliens that, that don't destroy us, um, they invite someone to go. I mean, all the way back to my uh, childhood film that I love, Last Starfighter. He went. Contact. Yeah. Contact. She contact. went. Yeah. Close yeah. Encounters. That was Close Encounters. Yeah. He went. Would you go? Yes. Would you 100%. go? 100%. You would go, really? Yeah. You got to see. Yes. Okay. So you would forsake everything. I would. The mortgage business? Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Do, they Do they have mortgages? Do they have mortgages there? That's what I want to yeah. know. If they don't, I'm there. Yeah. All right. So Julia's a clear yes, she would go. Yep. How about you? you? Will you be on a ship with her? I would not. 
No, I would not. Um, I'd say thank you for the invitation. My wife would probably be very angry with me if I left. Sure. Um, or surprisingly pleased. <laughs> you just don't know. She may have paid them to take me. It's possible. Um, yeah, I couldn't leave people behind, and that would be the deciding factor for me. If I were single and, uh, yeah. you know, all the folks de- folks passed away, sure. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You know, my brother and sister would understand. Yeah. But okay. aside from, yeah. So I couldn't leave now, both it, it, Okay, fair enough. How about you? Yeah, I'd go. Because that same, because my parents were gone, mm. so so uh, I don't have them. I think uh, we need you to go. Well, I would. I'd have to ask them the one question. They have hot chicks there, and I don't mean looking like this. Like, oh man! Like, no, no, no. That's not my style. <laughs> Is that the chick? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah. Uh, I'd go. Yeah. I'd go. No, it, it depends. If you it, it, would you go if you knew you couldn't come back, or if they said, "Well, we'll let you come back in Good five point. years or something." About, uh, I would. You would go. Mm-hmm. I'd like yeah. to have the option. Oh, I just hope, I just hope that wherever that is, that they treat immigrants better there than they do here. That would be it. I don't want them coming there, uh, Yankee go home or whatever. You have civil service here? I do. Yeah, I got nothing out here. I have nothing. Yeah. I assume it's the government blocking it. I would assume. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess I should be kind to everybody and shut that off. Huh? Yeah, I don't. Uh, I if if there were a return trip. Involved, yeah. then yeah, I think I would do it. Um, even the possibility doesn't even have to be a guarantee. It's like yeah. we'll get you back. Yeah, you know, nod and wink. I think I'd still okay. Okay, cool. Yeah. Then I could plausibly say I thought I was coming back. <laughs> yeah, gotcha. yeah. And if they had if they had better technology there, assuming that they did, then yeah, as you get older, you start getting you know, uh, oh man, my knees are. Oh, we can fix that. Yeah, I think without be, surgery. I think it or would whatever. be good to relearn. You know, and like yeah. hopefully the society would be technologically more advanced, and you know we'd have a beautiful environment, and and uh, uh, you know uh, it, it was a homogeneous society where everybody worked. You know, not a utopian. I, I don't think that even aliens can't do utopia. But um, uh, I would I, I would look for betterment. I would be so disappointed if I got there and it was just like you just know, like, like here, except they're just shorter and, of aliens, yeah, yeah, you know? and they got big heads. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, wearing wearing MAGA caps, right? Just extra big sizes fit their head. <laughs> <laughs> well, now speaking of the current administration, he actually, strangely enough, uh, had a very small press conference in which he very briefly mentioned NASA, and he will not be giving any more money to NASA. Hmm. Yeah. So so. Would you? Would you give money? Would you give more money to NASA? I mean, because we are we are dead in the water when it comes to space exploration. Now, now Earthbound exploration. You know, we're definitely trying to make you know strides with our satellites and our and our yeah. cameras and and our telescopes. But we are not venturing out. And, yeah, we have you know, to venture after out. the Challenger. Uh, it, that that was it, yeah. it was an awful thing. So so do you, w- would you vote for that? I mean, if you're con- if if. If your congressperson said, "Hey, I want to vote for this," what would you say? I probably because we're talking eight figures. I mean, we're talking you know, know in the billions for them to make any movement at all. Yeah, and, and uh, is he putting all the money in Space Force? I, yeah, that's no, it. He, it. He, yeah. His comment was, "He will not be giving any money to NASA." Okay, yeah. that's it, shocking to me. It is. Yeah, but it, it wasn't that. Didn't that start during the Obama administration? Didn't he uh, restrict funding to NASA back then? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Yeah, uh, he wasn't. You know, Trump uh, unfortunately is a, a bit too literal. 
Yeah. You know, I, yeah. I'm not going to give anything. And he probably will administratively, yeah. but but uh, uh, no, I mean, none. I mean, I don't want to lay it all on his feet. No, not that I'm a fan of the guy, but I don't want to lay it all yeah. on his feet. Um, yeah. I'm kind of cool with the privatization. I mean, uh, yeah. SpaceX seems to be doing okay with, you know, privately is in it? terms of ex- is exploration. Are they, are they, I mean, they're they, advancing. They've, cre- they've created rockets. They've launched yeah. satellites. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. So would I provide? I mean, if I were president and I had the ability to fund it, yes, I would. Mm-hmm. Just because that's a, of a personal interest yeah. to me. Um, so NASA, yes, NASA has a current budget that he didn't say he's yeah. stripping. Right. He just said no more money to NASA. Okay. Which yeah. I mean, they're not going to progress any further, and you know they're not going to go anywhere. I mean, they might be able to research things here homebound, but I don't know. I, you know, yeah. what do you think? What do you think of uh, Richard Branson and and all the uh, all the privatization? Um, Elon. Yeah, I know. Yeah. No, I mean, I think. Private companies tend to do things better anyway. Yeah, you think so? so? Yeah. Same. I, I look at things like, for example, up. I look at polio, which was a scourge back in yeah. the forties. You know, that was uh, we discovered a, uh, a vaccine with that with public money. Yeah. It wasn't any. Oh, we gotta. You know, again, it was the and then they years later they asked Jonas Salk, who was not the only person involved in it, but he was the one whose name comes up most often with the invention. That he goes, well, don't you wish that maybe you gotten a patent on it? So you could have gotten rich. And he was just kind of taken back by that. And he just said, it, this vaccine belongs to the world. It's to help everybody. That's the point of finding it, not to make money, right. was to was to help people overcome this this, this scourge. That, yeah. For kids, it's really, you know, it's a terrible disease. So, so the public can do that. And we really haven't done anything privately. Usually, I mean, yes, we have all these wonderful pharmaceuticals with their three dozen side effects, which are worse <laughs> than the original one. And then you got, you got green toenails. Oh, you're fucked, man. Oh, geez, you got to take this pill. But then when you take that pill, it's going to give you incontinence. So take this one. To yeah, that. take this other one yeah. to prevent this. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have, you know, so so I'm not sure about that. And we did land the man on the moon, and I don't see, I mean, we're seeing, oh, they're going to get into, you know, SpaceX, whatever. They're not landing anybody on the moon yet. Right. So, we, I mean, yeah. think about it. We did that back in the 60s, which brings up another uh, 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 conspiracy, you know, is that there are people that believe we never landed on the moon uh-huh. and that it was filmed right over here, Area 51, because that's where the um, astronauts trained for the, What they found was during the atomic uh, weapons testing, which did go on until 1992, um, they were doing them underground, and that caused a lot of of the ground underneath it to to implode, basically go down. So there's areas out there, not so much Area 51 as the the atomic uh, nuclear test range, which is adjacent, where there are... There, where the terrain is very much like craters right. because they have that. And that's what they were practicing. Armstrong and, and Aldrin were practicing out there. So they did do that. Now, I saw the Mythbusters episode, yeah. which, you know, for as, take that with a grain of salt. I mean, they, they did their best. But they did an interesting uh, 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 diagnosis of the, the photography of it and the shadow cast. Mm-hmm. And said that um, in there, they came to the conclusion there, and they believe it that he actually was on the moon because of the things that were happening, uh, the gravitational differences, the shadow cast, the sun cast, that it would been have, have been impossible to re- recreate that during that time in our technological history yeah. f- photographically. And I believe that. 
I think he went to the moon. I believe. I think the Holocaust exists. I think we went to well, the moon. Well, the other thing with, it, with the moon landing <laughs> is it was, they took a great risk. I mean, when you think about how idiotic it was for them to put these, the lives of these three astronauts yeah. in, in danger just to beat the, the Soviets to the moon, just for that, uh, you know, the bragging rights, that Armstrong even said going into it, it was a 50-50 whether or not they were going to land. And then when he was told we're going to land here, he couldn't land the, uh, the Eagle. They had 20 seconds of fuel left before it's just going to crash. And he thought, oh, I can land over there. And he sets it down. So, I mean, they were that close to just, you know. What, what's, wow. the, what's the name of that movie that just came out? with uh, First Claire, Man? First Man. Did you guys see First Man? No. Claire no, Foy and Ryan... Um, um, oh, I think it's Reynolds. De- Deadpool. He went to the. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah. not. Ryan that, Gosling. Right? Ryan Gosling. <laughs> Claire Foy. Is Gosling. Oh. Is it? Who played Who played Neil Armstrong? Uh, Gosling. Oh, is that yes. right? I haven't. Se- I've heard um, of that, but yeah, I haven't seen it. When I say Gosling, all I can think of is John Gosling. No, Ryan Gosling. So, okay. Uh, and Claire Foy. Uh, wonderful film. Deserved all of its accolades. Um, and they're they're. Uh, the way they filmed him going up, the cramped nature of it and everything else, it was just brilliant. Uh, but uh, uh, you're right. I mean, there were so many problems, so many so many worries and concerns. Uh, they absolutely didn't think they were going to make it, especially uh, they had uh, the, 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 the astronauts that got burned up and you know before. Mm-hmm. I mean, they had the three astronauts that were just destroyed in, in, the, in the capsule. And they, there was no way he was supposed to make it. And what I didn't realize, he was not military. Oh, Armstrong? Yeah. No, he wasn't. Yeah. He, he, they were interviewing people for the military and for CIA, FBI, and everything else. And he was just this brilliant person that was involved in the jet testing that pushed his way on there. And he, and he, he was clearly the best guy to go on there. But he, he, he absolutely said, there's no way we're coming back. You know, and it's it's amazing. It's amazing. But no, I think we went to the moon, don't you? Oh, I think so. We went to the moon. Absolutely. I, think so. I mean, other times, I mean, what they were testing out here at Area 51 was the original U-2. Yeah. And the idea was that they wanted to fly high enough that the, that the Soviet uh, missiles couldn't shoot them down. Uh-huh. And the idea was, gee, if we can just get high enough. Well, the U-2, I think, went 70,000 feet, which commercial airline, no planes went that high. Then after that was we have pictures here on the wall of the of the uh, the ox cart the A12, that could go even higher because in the they, the, the missiles that were able to hit them because they shot down one of the guys right, right? right. they got down right. uh, Francis Gary Powers got shot down they, they were saying no 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 we're not we're not sending anybody over we're not spying on you, well we got one of your guys, <laughs> <laughs> so that's what a lot of times some of the UFO reports that they were seeing. I mean, again, UFO is the unidentified flying object. Doesn't mean it's from outer space right. or space. Just we don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. So pilots were reporting this because it was flying higher than they were, and they didn't know of any aircraft that could fly that high. Well, those those reports coincide with testing of the A-12, and of course, they're not going to say anything here. They're going to say, well, we don't know what it is. It must have been from outer space. That's convenient, right? It's it's mm-hmm. a mistruth that gets presented as a lie, and you you present your truths as lies. Yeah. So that's how you create the the, the smoke screen that you need to be able to do the experiments. Right. Now, one one thing that I, I realized, I, I have a friend who's in the production business, 
Uh, and he and some investors have gotten together. And again, you were talking about the privatization of everything. Uh, they are, and I kind of been saving this. I, I'm, I'm not really at liberty to say the launching time and the name and everything else because they're still working on it. But these guys have collaborated, and they're going to make a Las Vegas-based vomit comet. Do you know what that is? No. Vomit comet really is know. what they do uh, in Hollywood. It's a plane that goes up and then basically falls down, and during the time they fall down, they're weightless, and that's how they make all the Tom Cruise movies with the Mission Impossibles. If you saw the most recent one, Tom Cruise, that, that uh, uh, what was it? Not Rogue Nation, but Mission Impossible Fallout? 6. Fallout. Fallout. That's how they did it. They did a vomit comet. And, ba and basically, Hollywood's been doing that forever. And it actually, the reason it's called that is because when you do that, most people are pretty sensitive and you puke when you're on the plane. Yeah. Yeah. So they're making this, they're, they're looking to <laughs> somehow develop this as a ride in Las Vegas. Oh, Boom. interesting. That would be a no for Julia. No. I can already tell you. I don't need to ask her. <laughs> yeah, any ride that has the word vomit in it, no thank well, you. Well, I'm going to call yeah. it vomit. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. They might. It's a marketing but, problem yeah, there, yeah. I think. Yeah, I don't like to fly anyway, so. Yeah, you know, so, yeah. yeah but I got yeah. to talking to him at my last gig I was working. Uh, and he's, it's a lot of money, obviously, you yeah. know, and a lot of uh, more, more clearance than money. He said, we, the money is already ready to go. Yeah, yeah. He said, we got to get some clearances here. Uh, because basically they're asking for, to crash the plane. They're right. asking, you know, to, to, to go dead stick. Right. And that's not good. You know, FAA doesn't like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it seems a little silly to me because it's basically sky jumping. Yeah. That's basically yeah, yeah. it. Right. With the illusion of that you're not moving because you have a plane still around you right. as you fall right. with the same descent. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you can have the same feeling just by doing sky jumping. Yes. <laughs> Yes, exactly, yeah. exactly. Now, one of the things that we've talked about on the on the program before, uh, on the show before, is is uh, there are military individuals that claim to have been uh, working at Area Fifty One. There was another officer, a Metro officer, uh, in Las Vegas that claimed they absolutely know that aliens have come to Vegas, not here, not where we are, where we are at Area Fifty One at the old little Alien Inn, Alien Inn. But to Vegas, and there's a whole population of people of aliens there, and that's yeah, well, where I, the research is being done. I see. Well, I see a lot of them at the airport. <laughs> they come in on the international flights. I see a lot of aliens. Right. Are those the aliens? That yeah. Yeah. Well, there was a really uh, interesting series of books by uh, uh, Sylvan Neuville, I think his name is. Uh, there's uh, Sleeping Giants is the first one, and what it is is that they. They unearthed this gigantic metal hand somewhere in the in the in the desert, and they're, while they're examining it, they find other pieces, and they realize it's this huge, it's body parts of a huge robot that we put together, right? So that's kind of the first book is describing where is they realize that Earth has been colonized by these aliens that left this robot. Why did they leave the robot? Right. So they put this thing together. It's huge. It's like an office building. But in the second book, he realized that now they're coming back down to kill us, and they're releasing a virus. And so their thinking is, oh, I see what they're doing. Um, they're killing off all the humans, so the only ones left will be the hybrids that didn't know it. No, it's the other way around. They're killing the people who have alien blood. Okay. Because they've been bastardized, right? So those right. are the ones. So it's kind of like that. Yeah, they're among yeah. us, but they look just like us. 
know, you know it's funny. in their blood to uh, to 23 and me and see what comes back it's it's funny how defeatist we are as a, as a as a as a as a human race if you think about everything we're we're all of the all of the development of stories and the creation of movies and everything else even julia's book uh-huh. Barren Waters has to do with the fact that we we can't just we can't pull this off. Yeah. We cannot no. live here in peace and in harmony and cleanliness. We, we are going to ruin it. And it's just yeah. amazing. No wonder. No wonder that most of the time we develop stories that that aliens can come and just destroy us because yeah. oh god, it's well, just amazing. Might even, yeah, right up here, right? Chris said, "I could live out here, right? There's just nothing out here." And that's the appeal. There's no people. Right? Yeah. No one here to screw things well, up. Yeah. That's like yeah. the um, the circular logic. I don't remember the movie, but artificial intelligence and they're one of their um, goals for existing is to save humanity. So mm. they have to kill humanity yeah, to save humanity. To save it, yeah. So because they're taking care of us because we're destroying ourselves. And yeah. it was weird. But true. Now, <laughs> Yeah. True, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mentioned Skynet earlier. Of course, that's a reference to, uh, yeah. to James Cameron's yeah. uh, Terminator. Terminator. Right? Um, you know, I, I also think that's a really good possibility. I think we can. I think we're doing well developing machines that could probably kill us at some point. I mean, we already can't get on a room. Another another kid got hurt by a roller coaster, the most benign thing in the world, and he got hurt at. Uh, we were talking in the earlier on the way here about uh, Universal Studio, and he yeah. was killed on. Some one of the what, the most banal, benign ride. It was it really was, his so legs or something were crushed. And I don't know. Well, so uh, many of those rides, you, you stand still, kind of just shake side yeah. to side, right? Yeah. So. But I absolutely believe we're gonna we develop things that will kill us. Yeah. Drugs aside. Yeah. Yeah. So it's yeah. just amazing. Yeah. Have you all seen the movie The World's End? Yes. Simon Pegg. Simon yeah, Pegg yeah. again. Again, Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. Yeah. Fun Fantastic, film. funny movie because yeah. the aliens actually come here wanting to make it better yeah. for yeah. all of us. Yeah. And we uh, rebel against yeah. them even though they're making yeah. it better. Yeah. And we kick them off the planet. Yeah. <laughs> of course we do. <laughs> right, right. They're, they're creating a utopia. Well, not so much a utopia. Maybe a little bit. That might be the wrong word for it. It's a little too, well, uh, uh, too pristine. Yeah. Now, have you guys seen the Orville? Uh, Seth, Seth, um, Seth MacFarlane's Seth show, uh, very Star Trek esque. It's you know sort of an homage to Star Trek. Uh, very good. And again, they're dealing with a utopian society yeah. with little pockets of problems. I mean, everybody has their Romulans and their you know and, and problem there. Uh, but do you do you think that that well after our generation that we're going to have this wonderful Star Trek society, or are we constantly going to be in little diners talking about how bad our, our world is. <laughs> uh, I'm definitely staring at me. I'm um, going to stare at you. Well, you're, you're in L.A. Yeah. You, you, yeah. Las Vegas, I think, has a has a strangely better outlook than, and, than L.A. Yeah, I don't think we'll get there. I think we'll destroy ourselves before we get, just yeah. before we uh, have to rebuild and create a better society. Right. I think. I think. Right. I mean, I hate to be such a pessimist, but yeah. I see the trends of the way that things are going. And we talked about this earlier. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, I think uh, we're on a downward spiral, and I think something cataclysmic needs to happen for us to wake up and try sure. to better ourselves. Well, one of the scariest books I ever read was from, written actually from one of one of my one of my I won't say boyhood. I guess I was older than that. 
Well, one of my one of my heroes, uh, Daniel Ellsberg, and his book, uh, The Doomsday Machine, which is his uh, memoirs, basically came out about a year or so ago. Because remember, he had been a uh, with the Rand Corporation, and he was a high ranking. He had he had full clearance, and he was getting access to a lot of a lot of documents documentation of course about about the nuclear uh, weapons program after world war ii and into vietnam and he, yeah. he was the one of course who who, who was the original um uh, uh edward uh scissor hands no no not his <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> snowden. snowden edward snowden okay, thank right. you. he was the original okay. edward snowden yeah. so he whistled blue and and that's what the pentagon papers came out and he could have been executed for for what he did but he had also in addition to all the 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 uh, documents related to the vietnam war he had documents that related to the new to the nuclear weapons program which he gave to his brother to bury and hide because the fbi was coming for him and later on he'd planned to publish those the brother took them and hid them in the local um, um, city dump in in uh, new jersey and and he knew where they were because there was you know there was a landmark there but a hurricane came through there and wiped it out and they never found it so anyhow when he wrote when when daniel ellsberg wrote um, doomsday machine it was based on his own personal notes and his own remembrances but he said that during the manhattan project when they were doing the initial splitting of the atom and testing yeah that there was a a chance a fermi said 25 percent chance we destroy the world with this. We don't know what's going to happen when we split the atom. It, 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 there was a theory that it's possible that it would it would set off a chain reaction that would boil the water in the oceans right. and just the atmosphere would evaporate in a second. Kill everything. Let's split it, see what happens. Yeah, let's see. So yeah. if I give you five ways the world can end, yeah. which one do you think it will be? All right, so you've got artificial intelligence yeah. telling us. He's fine. You've got... Um, a superbug, or like the emergence of a pathogen. Yeah. Um, pandemic. You've got um, the environment turning on us. One second. Yep. Um, nuclear war. Yeah. Okay, that's that's all you get. To bad you. water. Or zombie apocalypse. Bad water, bad air, zombies, aliens. The, probably the, uh, yeah. the the virus. I think. I think because that will kill people very quickly. Yeah. And yeah. great numbers it has, like with the with the Spanish flu, nineteen eighteen. Yes. Yeah. I think just so wiped out, and same thing with the. That would probably, by the time they found something to it, it would be too late. Oh yeah, but we're going to interrupt just a second. Mm -hmm. I, again, I want to thank Connie and everybody at the uh, uh, Little Ailey Inn in in Rachel, Nevada. Now, Google says you're in Alamo. Um. Oh yeah, go ahead, please. Now let's get that straight because we're, we're not only do we talk about aliens and, and how fun this place is, we talk about kind of how to get here and how nice it is to, to drive. So Google says you're in Alamo. We share the same zip code you with do. Alamo, okay. but we're physically in Rachel. So okay, our post office is in Alamo. Okay, we have a dash for numbers. Oh, I got makes you. us our own entity. Perfect. Now I'm going to put you on the spot. Okay. How do people find out about you? How do people find out about the, the inn and the cafe and everything about what's going on here? It's, you're, you got the mic now. Um, so it's pretty obvious if you Google Area 51, we're gonna come up, we're the first ones. Um, so that's pretty easy, YouTube. Yeah. You know, you we have, have our own website. You do, and what is that? Littlealien.com. Okay. Yeah. Now, now, spell that for for. Uh, we have a lot of uh, people that that come from international locations. Mm -hmm. Go ahead and spell that for them. So, so. Little L I T T L E. Uh huh. 
A L E I N N. I N N. Signifies we're little, we have ale, and we're an N. Yeah. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. Now, where did that name originate from? My parents. Now, <laughs> <laughs> they, they've, been, they've been the original owners? Yes. Yes. yes they've but, been here. But originally, before it was a little alien, it was named after them. Is that right? No. Oh. Uh, well, it was. Yeah. Um, when they first came here, it was the Rachel Bar and Grill. Okay. It had 10 owners before them. All right. Um, and they kind of changed the name up a little bit to yeah. Joe and Pat's Rachel Bar and Grill. Yeah. And um, then in 1991, they were trying to incorporate a name that most of our guests were foreigners. Yeah. So, again, little, ale. Yes. And in. Yes. That's very clever. It was yeah. Miss Hyphenex yeah. from yes. the printer. Awesome. Okay. So it became little alien. We're good with that. Yeah. Excellent. It incorporates everything that's here. Yeah. Um, and it just happened to be, you know, at the time Bob Lazar and George Knapp blew the story wide open. Yes. yes. George is yeah. right. George there. Lazar. Yeah. 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 Both yeah. right here. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, it just kind of was meant to be. Right. For it to stand out like that. Right. You know, now, so. on, on, your, on the uh, menu on your restaurant, mm -hmm. you have an alien burger. I do. Now, I'm wondering, I'm looking at these aliens, they don't seem to have a lot of meat on their phones. <laughs> they don't. None of them do. I think it just all goes to their brain. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. I mean, that is obviously the biggest portion of their body. Well, it's, uh, like I said, we have a lot of people that, that listen to the show and want to come out. Uh, it's a great drive. It uh, is. Ju I Julia mentioned it. It's, a, it's, a, it's beautiful. I, yeah. It. You know, it's two hours, 20 minutes, almost to the minute. Mm -hmm. uh, very easily marked, except there's a little little fork where it, two, 318, 375. It's a little weird. It I, is. Yeah. It is. That little yeah. Y yeah. right yeah. there. Yeah. But uh, once you get here, it's fantastic. On the way here, of course, you, you see, uh, I think I saw the black mailbox. I read it was not there. Is that? Is you have seen a replica. A version of it. Okay. Um, so there is... Somebody has put back or a replica of the original black mailbox, which was just a normal household black mailbox. Yeah. Um, and then um, the newer version, which is what Steve Madeline had made. Okay. Which is the big white square one. Okay. I think somebody has painted that black. What I saw was black coming in. Yeah. yeah. They, they yeah. painted it black. Okay. When, you know. Okay because they weren't quite sure, I don't think. Yeah, that doesn't receive, it's, it's just a, a box. Right? It's a box, yeah, okay. <laughs> right. it's, it's a box. Um, okay. the, the mail is no longer delivered there, yeah. you know, yeah. which is kind of sad that the ranchers have to go where they have to go and do yeah. what they have to do in order to receive their mail sure. in yeah. peace, Yeah, you know. Um, but. Uh, and we saw your infamous free range Wild cows. Yes, and it, and it is a dead serious thing. <laughs> yeah. Yes, cars, that, cars and cows don't mix. Yes. You know, if you're going to be driving down a highway at night, I'm I'm mm. going to tell everybody, 45 miles an hour tops. Yeah. yeah. The cows are black. Yeah. It's dangerous. Yeah. Driving the middle they don't of the highway. The <laughs> they do not glow in the dark. Yeah. And even if you you know hit them with glow in the dark paint, it eventually mm. comes off. Yeah. 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 Well, so what's your biggest seller? And when, when people come in, what do they what do they buy? As far as merchandise yeah. or food? Uh, both. Both. Oh, Alien Burger. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Alien Burger. Yeah. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Right. Yeah. Alien um, toilet paper, I see. Yeah. Yes. Christmas stocking. Nice. Cool. Christmas stocking. Um, I, I think my biggest seller would be a coffee cup. Sure. Yeah. You know, yeah. and, and it would going to be 50-50 on the warning one or yeah. on the logo one. Okay. 
All right. You know. Yeah. Now the warning one is much like the sign. It's that, yes. Yeah. It's just a a piece of the yeah. sign that you can't fit it all on a coffee cup. Right. You'd never be able to read it. Yeah. yeah. You know. And and yeah. for those of you coming out and listening to the show, uh, there are signs. It's it's uh, we we call it cross this line you die sign, uh, but they're quite serious. They are definitely they're, serious. They're the serious. restricted sign means yeah. restricted. It means do not go past go. Yeah. yeah. You actually really shouldn't take a picture, but they uh, that I, I actually you can take. Can a you take a picture? Okay. What, what does signifies this is no photography okay it means beyond this point beyond this point and if yeah. you read the original sign yeah which i have a replica poster of okay and it's exactness all right um and it says beyond this point okay so the back side of the sign obviously you can't go to the back side of the sign so you but can't you're being in front of it you're being in yeah. front of it yeah. you're on public land you can't take photographs of okay. it okay okay you know um good to know just don't go past it yeah. just because the road road is paved on the um other side does not mean that's a place to go and turn around turn around before the sign yeah yeah, yeah. you know okay. we don't bail anybody out of jail no <laughs> well i'll tell you what if there's a if there's some place to come when you visit this area, this is the place to come. Yeah, sure. yeah I mean, uh, oh yeah, you want to have is, lunch? Yeah, yeah. You want to, you know, come out? But full bar. Full we bar. do right at the bar. bar. Yeah. We do have a full bar. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, if I can't make it, then yeah. tell me how it's made. I will try. Because <laughs> I'm not a bartender. I'm a barkeep. Big difference. Um, and, and your your hours and days are. We are open seven days a week. Wow, seven um, days, nice. We are, summer hours are from 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. Okay. Kitchen closing at 9. All right. Um, our winter hours are from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. Perfect. Kitchen closing at 7. We will, in April, go back to our summer hours. Um, okay. You can check out the website. Yep. LittleAlien.com. Well, Connie, I can't thank you enough uh, for having us. Uh, you've been so hospitable, and and uh, it's been great. Anybody that that comes here, please please come here. It's a fantastic it, drive. It's one of a kind. It's one of a kind. I yep. mean, you got dollars hanging from the ceiling. You got classic uh, alien, alien stuff, stuff all and over. wonderful got, things to buy. You got autographs, homemade quilts. Homemade quilts. I'm that that are, looking right at one. Right yeah. here in Rachel. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, by the aliens, right? Do you have them in the, the back? Sweat uh, labor. Yes, yeah. a, lo a little bit. Yeah, you know. Um, we even have a little house. For, for her to be making them in. Yes, yeah. and they have and they have a dog. We uh, do. We have George. George. Yeah. You know, he well, he George belongs <laughs> to the family. Excellent. Um, little rescue dog. Oh, oh very good. Yeah. Very good. Um, but we appreciate everything, yes. and uh, we've had a wonderful time. And uh, uh, great uh, omelet. Yeah, Connie, a little alien. In. Thank you so much. Thanks. Can yeah. I clear your plates away now? Yes. Oh, great. Yeah, great. <laughs> Well, I want to thank John and Chris and Julia. Uh, it so far has been a great trip. We have a lot more to do, actually. We're going to buy stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And uh, take a look at the cafe and, or the inn. And uh, and again, please come down if you have a chance. A couple hours, you'll have a lot of fun. And there's so many things around us. There's the Alien Research Center with the giant 50-foot alien. There's the black box. There's the cross this line, uh, sign you die. And, um, and also, let's not forget to, to drive out here. If you have not seen the desert, I mean, if your idea yes. of the desert is Las Vegas Boulevard, <laughs> yeah. um, you come out here because you're going to see nothing but flat lands and beautiful mountains beautiful. out in the background. Um, and as far as the eye can see, nothing. That's why when you, it's hard to miss this place when you drive out here because there's yeah. nothing else around it. Right, exactly. For miles and miles. But so. this is episode 100. And I'm thrilled to be at this point. Uh, I attribute all of my uh, my table mates for getting us here, and uh, hopefully we'll have some more. But this is actually episode 100 for the Pod Bay Door, and episode one 
for the Invisible Maybe. And so that will, uh, both will uh, are, are coming out, but you'll hear those on April 2nd. Uh, but for the Invisible Maybe, it's the invisiblemaybe.com. Uh, check that out. Uh, there'll be about five to six episodes uh, opening for its debut. Uh, but for Chris and Julia and John, this is Jamie. Thank you so much for episode 100. We will see you very soon.